The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. up welcome to episode number 316 of on the corner the official pitcherlist.com podcast i'm your host alex fast joined as always by the nerdy man himself nick pollock nick how you doing what is happening um i am nerdy i just ran the uh the first session of a new campaign for my friends and i am so so excited about it it is super fun but honestly you know i want everybody listening right now to really appreciate the fact that alex fast is here and Alex Fast, um, you know, we might have one more podcast this week with Alex Fast, but that's likely it for, what, three weeks, something like that, four? Uh, it's, yeah, three it's to be four. a little bit because we got a little a little one joining soon, hopefully. We got Baby Fast hopefully on the way any day. There could be a chance during this podcast I could be leaving yeah. and taking my wife to, to the hospital. Who knows? But it's not the case right now. We've got today. We also got a, I mean... I, we got a banger lined up tomorrow. I am like, <laughs> I am thrilled about yeah, tomorrow's podcast. Wait. I really, it'll can. come out Wednesday, right? Yes. Uh, I wanna... No, it'll come out. It'll come out Thursday. It'll come out Our, Thursday. When we do, when we do two furs, we normally do, we put this out tomorrow morning. So thir- Tuesday morning, and then we put it out on Thursday. We got to stick I don't want to say, I don't want to say what it is just in case any last minute changes come up, but uh, right. I will say it involves two other people. Uh, and a lot of really great pitching content, and I am very excited for it to happen. So it should be recording tomorrow, at which point we'll probably tweet about it. After it happens, I'm going to tweet about it. Yeah, um, sure. It'll be very exciting. Nick, you, before, so today, what are we going to do today? We're going to talk about your tout team. Yes. Maybe if we have time, we're going to get into some fringe top 100 guys, but the predominant focus of this podcast is going to be on the tout team. Before we dive into that, though, have there been any recent storylines from guys at spring training mm. that have popped out for you? I don't know about you. Maybe I am because so of- happy you said that. All right, oh, good. Man. I don't correct me. Maybe it's just me. Work has been so crazy. Life has been so crazy that I feel like I'm struggling to catch up. And it feels like there's just so much news all at once because of the delay. Are you finding yes. that? And then, oh, wow. Yeah. Fast. Okay. So, um, the Maybe number one thing that everyone here, if you aren't already, I know it sounds crazy, but you got to get PL plus. Why? Because in the morning, I've d- I did it on the weekends too. I did the plus pitch podcast. And what that is, mm. it's only for PL plus members. It's like 10 minutes long, if not even shorter. I go over all the important pitching stuff that you need to know from spring training. I spend an hour or two on Twitch with everybody just watching stuff from yesterday, analyzing the Savant. And figuring out like what is going on with it. And then I tell you the important things in the morning. And even times I miss stuff, I catch up on them and I tell you what I missed. So I missed, for example, I, I, Josh Winder, I, who might get the number five spot for the Twins now um, with Dobnak hurt. And he has to be out Lewis Thorpe. And he looks pretty dang good. He's got good breakers. And uh, in double A last year, 31% strikeout rate and sub 5% walk rate. Struggled a little bit in triple A. Had one really good start. And then not three, not so much. But seems like he might get that opening gig. And there's something of value there, especially in an AL only league, especially if he has that spot for him. But Jesus Luzardo, I freaked out about this today. Okay. You think it's well, Taylor uh, Widener is who you're thinking of? No, probably. no, no. I'm thinking, you know? when did you change your top 100 to get Josh Winder in? There? I did Winder. today because it, Justin Dunn um, is out for months. 
And I thought it would be disingenuous, especially for people in drafts right now um, with that. So I'm I'm going to be updating it next week officially. But I did that one thing because I just didn't want anybody drafting Justin Dunn right now. Um, and Jesus Lizardo, you were saying? Oh, man, Jesus Lizardo. What do you know about Jesus Lizardo right now? Uh, elite velocity that's ticking yeah. up still in the in the spring training appearances I've seen, still having yeah. issues with command. Ah, okay. Did you know that he threw 48% curveballs yesterday? I, I don't. And it was a good start, and he didn't have issues with command, and he got lots of strikes and had over 30% CSW on both his four-seamer and his curveball, and is throwing fewer sinkers. It's around 18%. Sinker command is still bad, and he should just stop throwing it. But if he's throwing 48% curveballs with higher velocity, I'm not saying he shouldn't be your, like, 15th-round pick. But, yes, I would take a chance at the end of my draft on Jesus Lazardo. Yeah, but... uh, Why not? I mean... I know I hear taking it, but come on, we can't talk about a usage during spring training. We've already heard guys that we've we've already heard guys that we've talked to go out and be like, "Yeah, I just needed to work on that pitch, and that was the only thing I was going to work." Sure, on but look, look, we we've talked about a lot in the in the offseason about how mm-hmm. Jesus Lazardo at the end of the year started throwing more forty percent plus curveball games, and when he did that, it was good. He was a much better version of himself. Not just that last start of the year, okay. Yeah. And first start in spring training, focus on four seamers through like 51% through fewer curveballs. I was like, oh, I want to kind of see that normal usage. 48% curveballs had a fantastic outing, was throwing 97 mile per hour heat still. Uh, four seamer was good. Sinker was terrible. It's still always going to be terrible. He has to stop throwing that thing. It wasn't even like sinkers inside to lefties too. Like everything went glove side with the sinker. He tried to mm-hmm. throw it inside to Jose Latuve and hit twice. You know, got got uh didn't get him out and everything i was like oh god this is the worst i just needs to get rid of that change up wasn't really there but what i'm getting at is that it does the excitement in two, is in two parts from Jesus lizardo no i don't the command i don't really expect to be an elite thing all of a sudden mm-hmm. but increased velocity is certainly a positive i don't think anyone can disagree with that no. and throwing 48 curveballs even if it's spring training i'm not saying necessarily he's gonna be throwing 40 curveballs in in uh in april i'm saying at least there is an i don't know a uh, a desire to throw that many right like there's an open door for this to actually be 40 percent curveballs now that i didn't necessarily think i was more up in the air about before this so i'm i'm interested i'm in on drafting him at the end of my drafts now you know before yeah. i was kind of like i don't know if i really want to take that chance and stuff oh 48 curveballs and he dominated that's pretty dang cool. Yeah, at the end of a draft, I mean, it's tough to argue with anyone that you would take at the end of a draft, right? You know what He's I mean? He's going like at like 300 or something overall right now. That's my point. Yeah. So we other in some other news of a, of a developed pitch that came along or was gone to a lot more than we've seen today was Clayton Kershaw with his changeup. Clayton Kershaw went to the changeup a heck of a lot today, which is also very interesting to at least take note of. Uh, I'm not going to dig into it too much, but I wonder if maybe he steps away from the four seamer even more amps up. He's never thrown the change up more than like twice a game, <laughs> like ever. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, but, so, but I will say with, uh, with, uh, Kershaw, as I look this up, because I always wait until the next morning. I kind of want to have the first surprise. He threw four of them in 40 pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, Kershaw has been known in spring training to throw more changeups than usual. This is, that's a 10% usage. Of course. I'm not looking too far into it, but yeah, he got two whiffs on four of them. And then he also got one ball in play and one was a ball. Now, All right. Tomorrow, that's kind of cool. you're going to break down the best, the most exciting. DL Hall, is that what you... Uh... Ooh, baby. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was unbelievable. It's talking about a southpaw consistently hitting 99, hitting 100. Uh, I think he sat 98. Uh, he only got like one inning of work. He sat but- 99. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, only 15, uh, only 15 pitches. I uh, four sliders, uh 50% CSW, two for balls. Um three out of uh, 11 CSW on that fastball despite its velocity. I but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. It's like Dio Hall though. I would want him to get more than 15 pitches at this point. They're going to stretch him out. They are, they already sent him down to I think the minor camp, and then they probably but he'll probably be up this year according to Michael Elias. Uh, oh yeah, he'll probably be up in 
mean, who else is going to pitch with the Orioles? You, do you want more Dean Kramer it's and brutal. Keegan Aiken and Bruce Zimmerman and Zach Lothar? It's brutal. It's, brutal. Yeah. it's really brutal right now. Just get uh, Grayson but, Rodriguez, John Means, and D.L. Hall. That'd be kind of cool. John Means, uh, I, I think his velo is still ticking down a little bit, but I'm I'm not really digging too I don't much know what it. I don't know what it was in the second start. I know what, in the first it was around 92. Which is you want you want to see ninety you want to see ninety three ninety four. It was still down in the second, but I'll, I'll be curious for those uh, also today. Uh, well, actually, we're going to talk about John Means in a little bit because he ended up on your tout team, um, if I recall correctly. Yes, he did. I don't. Um, did he? Oh, he did. <laughs> I forgot. I got him. Yeah, yeah. I got him for the cheap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, forgot great. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later on. Uh, but now we're actually, uh, well, before this, we're going we're to do this. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, let's break down Nick's tout team. Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to all of our podcast hosts and staff. Plus, you can hang out with our incredible Pitcher List community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at PitcherList.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code podcast also don't forget to check out everything else we do as well from youtube videos live streams newsletters off-season articles tiktoks breakdowns over 15 baseball podcasts on our network we can't stop talking about baseball even during the off-season so sign up for pl plus today at pitcherlist.com backslash plus and use promo code podcast to get your first month free all right thanks for listening let's get back to the show all right, and we're back. We're going to talk about Nick's tout team. So but before we break that down, before we get into the nitty gritty, um, obviously it's in tout, but it, tout has a bunch of different leagues and league styles. Mine being like a roto uh, OBP. What is the league that you are in in tout? Yeah, it's CBS points, um, which emphasizes innings. It's good to have lots of innings. <laughs> if you get wins and quality starts, that's a good thing too. Uh, so I tried to lean as much as I could on guys that I would thought would go a decent amount. Uh, didn't always work. <laughs> My pitching staff is a question to answer. Uh, and we'll talk about that. Um, I, I, this is what I'll say very quickly. I, I, in the, in the first, for the first time, I was so honored. I, we've been doing this for three years. Uh, labor and tout. Um, never, never have I been invited to the radio before. And it's, it's really? always the thing I'm looking forward to. It's my first time, finally. And like, there were, the, fortunately, there were two opportunities in this one. I think it's two opportunities each time. There's always two people going. So it was like four chances every single draft. <laughs> finally got it. It was like the last guy was me. And I remember distinctly, they go, hey, all right. I mean, they're great. You know, it's Rick and Glenn, uh, Colton, everything. Rick Wolf and, uh, yeah, anyway, Colton, the Wolfman. And they say, Nick, what's your plan to go 80-20 with pitchers? <laughs> like 80% of my budget went to hitters. <laughs> And 20% <laughs> of pitchers. And I said, no, because it wasn't. It was more like 75, 25, or really even 70, 30, honestly. Um, but what happens in this, especially in this league, because I think we get in this notion from categories that we have to get certain things. Um, you know, I need to get my case. Otherwise, I'm going to fall behind or whatever. And it's not the case in this. This is you have to get your points. And it doesn't matter how you get them as long as you get your points. So as I was crafting my team, a lot of times I was spending money I didn't really anticipate to, but I was getting my points. And especially when it comes to pitchers in this league, the reason I made it to the semifinals in town last year and a chance to win was not because of how I drafted. It was because I was able to stream. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I found it decently uh, as a decent option every week to figure out who the, the guys to pick up were and have a good slew of, of options on my bench so that I can slot that in while I drafted similarly last year in favor of hitting over pitching. Um, so that led me to 80-20 because it was just getting too expensive for pitchers. It went so exp- it got so expensive for pitchers, and I cannot believe what I spent at 15. Um, and some of this stuff is crazy, and honestly, my favorite pick is my reliever, and we'll talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, so we can, I mean... We can look at some of these. Scherzer goes for 35. 
Um, DeGrom goes DeGrom goes for 34. Burns goes for 39. Woodruff goes for 34. Bueller goes for 38, the most expensive out of all of them. Must have been one of the earlier ones. No, he wasn't. Uh, he he I guess he was maybe he was a later tier guy. Bieber goes for 28. So it seems like every kind of a uh, Giolito goes for 27. Were there any of those guys that like had you had you nah. knowing what you know now, would you have been interested in? No, nah, no, no, no. I mean, I would have um uh, Shane McClanahan went for nine, Patrick Sandoval went for seven, but no, I, 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 I don't really think it was necessarily those. Uh, I'm trying to recall other, uh, other starters that went um, closer to fifteen twenty dollars, and I might have been a little bit more inclined to like Manoa went for twenty one, and I pushed them over Dylan Cease at nineteen. I thought that was fun. Uh, I had to make sure that he went higher than Cease. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I mean, I wasn't at twenty for Manoa, right? Um, I saw that Wheeler, yeah, Wheeler and Alcatara $25 each, and Noah at 26 which yeah. I thought was very interesting. Um, but I, I, I just also kind of chuckled internally that both Wheeler and Alcatara at the same price. It's like, yes, they are yeah. the same. Um, but I, but yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think I, I would be in on those. I really, really dig that I played to my strength to the extreme. And it's kind of a situation where, if I went out, like this is me putting my money where my mouth is. I've mm. I've talked about it endlessly about the ability of finding guys on the wire in season and how a strategy is to focus on hitting instead of pitching. I didn't completely give up on on pitching here. Uh, well, I'll go into the guys soon, but I will say the offense is going to do good things. And I've also stressed in April. Um, sure, I have two guys that I need to replace instantly. And I think I did that with my reserve picks, but I uh, pitching is going to be worse in April, especially the first week. The first week is only three days or four days in town. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's so they're not adjusting. Keep they're not adjusting. Tout is going to be four days. So I, Oof. I might be able to wait. I know you're thinking, Nick, you don't have those two studs or whatever for Thursday, Friday. I'm going to wonder if either a i am better suited for the second week or maybe even just pitching in general is going to be worse um and less valuable points wise um that opening i, I think the first couple of weeks of the season i'm wondering if that will work out my way i might just yeah. get burned in the first weekend i mean it's a head-to-head -head points too kind of like it's who you go yeah. against uh we'll you see what happens there you might, because I think you only have one or two guys who would pitch in those three or four days. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five. Who um, are you thinking? Um, well, now I'm revealing my team fast. Oh, okay. We'll get uh, back to that in a little bit. Then I guess. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think that the two guys that are going to be out are going to be out. And then mm -hmm. if we want to look at the reserves, I think I got one at least that is going to pitch. Yeah, two that uh, are going to pitch the opening week. So honestly, I think I'll have a full slate for the, for starters um, the opening weekend. Well, we'll, we'll table this. Cause I don't know if some of these guys <laughs> uh, are going to start, but we'll, yeah, we'll fair see. enough. We'll see. Um, uh, either way you let's start with the strengths though, because yes. I mean, man, you, you're, you're not kidding. This offense just has, especially in a points league, just has so much power potential. There are a bunch of 25 plus 30, not a bunch of 30 plus, but a bunch of 25 plus you start your team with a guy who now that he's in LA could really be a first oh, rounder, or at least back end. And that's Freddie Freeman. Who you I had him as a top five player, um, <laughs> top five player. I was in on Soto with Spore. I think I bet up to 53 wow. and I, uh, and he went 55. I was like, all right, fine, buddy. <laughs> I mean, we both have the same philosophy being like Soto is so far and away the best player in this points league. It's yeah. kind of nuts. He is he is easily like one one without a doubt. And there's a sizable gap. And we both feel felt like, all right, let's just spend the money on this thing. Um, Freddie Freeman, though, is like, yeah, essentially like the fifth best player. And I, I was actually shocked to get him only at 35. I was thinking I was willing to go up to about 40 or so. I mm. uh, I'm thrilled with that one gonna be even better than it's funny too we're all basing it off of like the bad x and atc and stuff but it wasn't updated properly for him being in the dodgers and i yeah. think anyone will well, i mean i don't know if like publicly but whatever i was using in the fan graphs auction calculator like 
ATC, I don't think, had updated Freddie Freeman yet. Uh, and he still was projecting him to be that high and everything. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I think Freddie Freeman is going to be an absolute beast. And keep in mind, stolen bases don't matter. I mean, they're a point thing, but it's, it's just about getting points. And yeah. it, I didn't, you know, it's, it's kind of more fun for me because save seals don't matter. You can actually avoid them if you want. It's great. Yeah. I think it is even more impressive that he got him at 35, considering he had signed two days prior. So, like, you would think that there is an additional tax mm. for the guy playing first base for the Dodgers with the career that he's had, but you still got him at, at a very good rate. So that's your, there you go. You got your first guy off the board. He's your first baseman. You decide to back that up with more power. I, I, I've seen you do a bunch of drafts, and it seems like you don't like to get the catchers like you're not a dollar days catcher guy. You seem to like to get the Perez, the Will Smiths, um, because you back uh, you, you take your second pick here at 24 bucks with Sal Perez. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it was. And funny enough, I had my choice of catcher later and I was in panic mode for whatever reason. I just lost like, you know how it is in auction drafts. There's like always that one player. So like, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, it was Joey Bart that I knew that I could get the pick of the litter essentially by spending bidding two dollars on a catcher, and I would have done like all these other ones. And I mean, like Kybert Ruiz was gone, and so was Bart Show mm-hmm. and whatever. But Joey Bart, I had to do that one. I uh, so I got him at two dollars to crickets. I was like, yeah, what am I? Why did I do that? But whatever. Um, I feel pretty good with Sal Perez. I just didn't want to think about it again. Twenty four dollars. He's more of a thirty dollar plus player. Um. And I think we overlook a bit the value of having like in a two catcher league, one of the stud catchers. Hmm. Uh, I think it's just going to be, again, more points for me. So I feel good about that. Now, the next guy you go with was a free agent at the time, ends up signing in a very hitter friendly ballpark. And that is Nick Castellanos for 24 bucks. Another guy who could really be a steal for you at that price, especially in that lineup. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily like, a go and get target like I had to get him but again it's just about finding points where they come and I think I found myself at that point um, not spending the elite money toward like a Jose Ramirez I thought I might be doing so I started spreading out my dollars a little bit more Um, but uh, if you notice by the way you should be really proud of me fast I'm not giving away my entire team in the first 10 minutes of this podcast I, you know? uh, we, you've been much better about that since that one time. <laughs> you really, you very much have. You very much have. Oh, it's great. Uh, you can see this tweet, by the way. Um, just go to my profile. You can look at the media, and you'll see like the fifth or sixth tweet down um, is this one. Uh, but yeah, I might go a little bit long because I'm not saying all of them right now. We're going slow and steady on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Cassianos in Philadelphia. I just think he's an amazing pure hitter, and he doesn't. I don't care about stolen bases. I think. You know, he's just going to do really well for this fantasy team. It's, it's, he's one of the safer outfielders. Like, it's at a point where, when it comes to outfield, where you're falling off a cliff a little bit of just actual dependable quality. And Castellanos is like as safe as it gets of just being like, yeah, I'm, I'm a good outfielder that you'll never reconsider the entire year. So, yeah, I felt lucky that he went to the Phillies right after that. Yeah, plenty of runs and RBI opportunities as he's sandwiched in between Harper and Hoskins. Uh, looks like he's going to hit clean up there. Very exciting pickup. So now you're, you're three picks in. You've got, I, I love the balance of you've got an infielder, you've got, you've got an elite infielder, you've got an elite mm-hmm. catcher, and you've got an elite outfielder. Is there any, I mean, I'm asking you to think back to a little over a week ago, but is there anything sure. in your mind that's like, Okay, maybe it's time to think about a pitcher. We're 40 picks in. Nah, at this I still had, you know? so I, it's the same method I had from labor is I have my dollar amounts that I'm trying to do. And again, it was 15, 15, 15 for three starters. Yeah. Um, And I did start to get a sense that, you know, the guys like Joe Musgrove and, uh, you know, maybe Lance Lynn, like I got Lance Lynn for $15 in labor. Nope, went much higher in this one. I or it's me trying to get Manoa. He went for 21. Um, like that wasn't going to work out the same way. I even bid 20 at Manoa trying to adjust to like a 20, 15, 10 or something did not work. And it just, everything get, got pushed up, pushed up. And yeah. it was incredibly frustrating. So instead I just kept getting really good hitters and being like, you know what? I'll rely that y'all are overspending on pitching now. So that when those values get there, I'll, that's what I'll 
have more roster spots for to feast on, which actually did kind of happen. Mm. And I think the way that I'm talking about this now, like as if my pitching staff is the worst thing ever, it is not. There's a, certainly absolutely a path to victory here. Um, yeah, of course. And it's uh, it's it worked. Like I, I think I adapted the way that I needed to, especially again, given that my strength is not thinking about hitting as much as possible like i don't want to i just want to only stream pitchers and that is my way to win um and so it just kind of worked out this way i mean i found myself then spending yeah uh, five picks later after spending 24 dollars on castellanos here comes kyle tucker mm. and i adore kyle tucker for this year i mean in, in all formats why because he's still super young uh and the idea that he's now like plateaued i don't know if that's necessarily true i think he has a really good skill set and in this league, like he could soar. Um, so I got him at $32 and I was like, great. I can, I'm spending more money for quality. You know, you want to ensure that you have that in the bank. And I felt here's another like super high points guy at $32. And it felt, it might seem pretty well. Yeah. I mean, just looking there, you're already well over a hundred home runs with your first four picks, right? Because you have 30 home run potential in literally every single oh, one. Yeah. Absolutely. these guys right so that that's and in a points league i mean i really think that's where where the favor is you decide to back and, that up with oh go ahead no i mean i was just gonna you know it's really important to have a balanced lineup too. lefty righty lefty righty that's how i draft my fantasy teams <laughs> yeah i was like wait what um you, you decide <laughs> to back that up with even more power in marcus simeon are you a little bit worried about what could happen in texas and you know sapping some of his nah. power I think also in this one, you got to keep in mind that guys who strike out little and walk a lot are highly mm-hmm. valued. Um, it isn't treated in some ways like an OBP or OPS even, um, which is why I also took a <laughs> extreme uh, OBP guy later on. Um, but Marcus sent me to me. I, I trust his play discipline. Um, and I know that there's a lot of fear about going from Toronto to Texas. If we expected him to be exactly the same as last year, then there's no way I'm getting him for $25. Um, I also felt that shortstop is a place that, oh man, it gets so bad. It gets really, really rough. And the elite guys had been gone. I, I tried to get them, did not work. Um, and I was, I felt happy getting semi in this point. I thought I was going to get pushed up over 30 even because of the situation. So I was just happy to spit great. I've got a shortstop. I'll figure out the rest and got two second basemen instead. So uh, for my MI and second base spot. So I need, I was very happy just securing that and not thinking about it again. Oh, it's, I mean, the, the, well, let's, he's going to have second base eligibility too. So it's, oh, that is nice. true. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I think shortstop is the one that thins out a lot by the end. And it's kind of easier. Like, for example, my middle infield that I got, I remember actually down the wire. Uh, one of my last picks was I needed to figure out who my middle infielder was. And I circled Enrique Hernandez. I was like, oh, man. I, I such I, a I sneaky myself- $1 play. I find myself walking away with him in almost every single draft. It's insane. Well, he's going to hit leadoff uh, for the yeah. Red Sox. Um, I'm in. By the way, I know this is on the corner. We're going to talk a lot about hitting today. What a what a shocker. We no. Well, hey, actually, funny that you say that because the next pick off the board was your very first pitcher. Oh so man! At this point, think of, at this yeah. point, <laughs> you, you have Freeman, Perez, Castellanos, Tucker, Simeon, and you say, you know what? I'm doing it. Now's the oh, time. Oh, no. This is the funniest thing. Think in your mind, everybody. If you don't know my towel team right now, this is a joy. Think to yourself, what is it? Who is the pitcher that Nick loves the most this offseason? Has said every single time that he needs to get this guy. And I'm sure the person you're thinking of is Ranger Suarez. Yeah. But you got to understand, okay? This is a required 2RP league. And I was all over Sparps, baby. Mm. And that is an SP who you can slot into the RP slot. And $7 Ranger Suarez is an absolute steal. I don't want to deal with closers at all this year. I just Mm. want more starts. To me, more starts, better. That's awesome. And to get an an SP RP and Ranger Suarez, who I think is going to outperform the $10 closers that went... Uh, I was stoked about it. And it's so poetic that after all the time I've spent saying, how dare everybody draft Ranger Suarez 170th ADP or whatever in NFBC stuff. Here I am taking him as my first pitcher off the board at $7. 
You, oh, okay. I, I don't know. Has Paul Spore released his updated rankings yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. seek I them out. I'm so sorry, Spore, but it's because I don't want to be biased. I uh, No, that's, I'm not trying to call you out on that. I'm trying to see if you are the industry high man on Ranger Suarez because you, you might what? be. You, you, yeah, you might. Of, of, all the, of all the rankings I've seen, you have him the highest. No. Yeah, no one has him top 60 that I can see so far. That's the funniest thing ever. That is, <laughs> I have about like 58. Yeah, 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 fifty-seven. Yep, fifty-seven. No, there's no way. I I've seen this. I've 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 seen people like rank him in the thirties or forties. Get out of here, really? Well, like based on like how drafts go, yes. You know, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I only have like five or six people, so I don't, I don't have the full gamut here. That is so funny. Gamut. I don't know. Um, I mean, very quickly about Ranger Suarez. Like, I don't think he's a bad pitcher. It, it's just, I don't think he's going to be a, you know, sub three four ERA or anything like that. Um, but I don't think he's necessarily going to be a harmful one. And it, I, I like the situation. I don't know. Am I being ridiculous all of a sudden? Did I raise him too high in the ranks because I drafted the guy? No, I don't. I don't, I don't I, I'm so. trying to wonder, like, am I, how am I messing this up? All of a sudden? I don't, I don't think you, I don't think you're messing anything up. I should just say, I'm just saying oh, that. Man. Why did you get that Ranger Suarez tattoo? Uh, yeah, there uh, it is. Right. Um, oh, all right, so you, now you've got your guy. Obviously, like you said, <laughs> a lot of good value there in the SPRP. And then it's as if a shutter went through your body. You said, no, back to the hitters. And oh, yeah, I did not. He says, no, Nick, please, more pitchers. And you say, no, back to the hitters. <laughs> you go to Alex Bregman at mm. 17 bucks. Another nice Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I love that. Some people did. It's, again, a situation of I did not want to be stuck with the last third base option. Um, and again, I wanted to spend money on, you know, all the pitchers were going for too much money. I was like, no, I will just zag to being over, you know, just get all the hitters then because y'all are spending so much on the pitching, um, which benefits me here. And yeah, $17 Alex Bregman. I think he was incredibly hurt last year and should rebound that that Astros offense, despite losing Correa is still really good. Hey, Altuve is still there and Tucker is still there. I it should be a solid place for him to hit. I mean, again, Bregman doesn't strike out and walks a lot. Still, even in his down year, his plate discipline was good. It was just the contact was different. Um, and hopefully that contact is better. Um, you now this one stinks, although I will say there are unlimited <laughs> IL spots, <Thanks>. right? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, it, it just stinks what happens. <laughs> oh, I there see what are, you're saying. Yeah. There's unlimited IL spots, right? Right, right. So you get Shane Baz at eight bucks. Yeah, but is he going to be IL though? Is the thing because he's in the oh, minors. So I was actually really happy with getting Shane Baz at eight because if you didn't know this, last year I made the semifinals after being one in six to start the year. Mm. Um, and a lot of times, and I was kind of thinking to myself what I've been saying, which is, oh, I think April pitching is going to be a little bit worse anyway. Um, and I can probably find a starter to like put in his place. And I had this whole plan. Actually, I was telling, um, during the, when this was going, I was really lucky. It's so much fun. Um, Adam Howe and Shelly Verstrait were hosting the official tout Wars zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was listening in to them as like, I was doing my picks and stuff. And then like coming back during the little breaks and talking to them about it. It was really fun. It's, it's a little better than like having people do your draft free like we did for that one league, which is really, really fun. Mm. Oh and God, yeah. that was a great time. I, uh, but I, uh, so I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to get Shane Boz, but I'm going to get Kyle Gibson. Okay. Kyle Gibson's got two good starts right in the beginning. He's going to come up like right after that. It's going to be like this beautiful tango of like, I've got Shane Boz plus the good early Kyle Gibson. And then he goes, I'm like, this is the worst. Mm. Um, and like, I was thinking, oh no, my second RP slot is going to be done, 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 done. Cal Quantrill to pair up with Aaron Ashby because Aaron Ashby will be starting in the beginning, but then I'll have Cal Quantrill. Then he goes, I'm like, this is the worst. So uh, that that was kind of my tale. Um, but Shane Boz at $8 stinks now. At the same time, it is a head-to-head points with a playoff. So if I am good enough to survive through the year, I mm. will reap the benefits of Shane Boz by the end of the season. Hopefully if the Navarrez hadn't jumped down a second time or something, but maybe it's like late enough to start again that he's still going five, six confident or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't really love it. I've kind of avoided him a lot and it just, I needed something $8 at the time. felt like a good one. 
It could, I mean, it, it's still it, he could still return his value if he stays on your team for the entirety of the year right. at eight bucks. I really do believe that he really could return that value. And I could um, I could if I wanted to, if it gets worse, I can get eighty dollars back a fab as long as I do that before July 1st. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, that's not I mean, bad. we get a thousand dollar fab. Uh, I assume he has to be on the IL still for me to reclaim it. Um, but that could make a difference if that's the issue. It's it's 10 times if you do it before July, I think 21st. And then if you do it after that, you get five times the initial. Um, so for example, I got like Sixto Sanchez last year and you get fab back, right? Yeah. That's that's not that's not a bad yeah, it's something to consider. Yeah. It is something to consider there. Fab can, especially with the way that you're streaming, that actually could yeah, be beneficial because eighty dollars could be something huge. Yep. Yeah, always go the extra mile. Um, you go right back into the hitting. You say, I need more <laughs> home runs. And you turn to Joey Gallo. Oh, it's so good. Bucks. $14 Joey Gallo in, in a league that uh, is essentially OBP. Like, are you kidding me? I don't think it, um, if I remember correctly, I don't think it's a negative for strikeouts in it either. Oh, my God. That's I know. amazing. Yeah, I think it's, Um, I could be wrong. But I, I just remember putting it into my thing and be like, oh, yeah, Joey Gallo. Make sure you circle that. I I could be wrong about that, but regardless, the 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 walk rate nullifies a lot of it anyway. Um, and Joey Gallo is going to like I gotta say I was watching I uh, I don't remember who it was, but they were going against the Yankees, and it's kind of nuts, man. Even with like their bad off season, I use it in quotation marks. Their their start of the rotation, uh, their lineup. It was Aaron Judge, mm. followed by Joey Gallo. Followed by John Carlos Stanton, followed by Anthony Rizzo, and then Josh Donaldson. It's like, what? Yeah. Like all of those could have like 30 to 35 home runs or something this year and more. Like, this is so dumb, you know? And then like the end of their lineup isn't as incredible at the moment. You know, who is their catcher? Who knows? But like. It's still crazy, and Joey Gallo is going to be in the middle of that, you know? Yeah. Um, I felt really good getting my points at $14. Plus, he hit a home run at 735 feet, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, love it. I oh, love it. think he's going to abuse that short porch the entire year. Oh, yeah. Um, you, so... Do you need it? <laughs> Talk to me about your, I, I, I dig this pick. I think some people just aren't in on him anymore. I am. Um, Jose Altuve at 14 bucks. Was he a guy that you're like, all right. I love Altuve. No, yeah. Altuve to me is just, again, super safe. Um, doesn't strike out and doesn't, you know, it's like good on base percentage. Hey, what's up, Altuve? You were just going to get points for me. Again, second base. I was so happy to get something that I don't need to think about it. $14. I'll get to that every single auction. $14 Jose Altuve. Oh, I felt, I think actually, um, I believe it or not, Ariel tried to get $15. And I think it, uh, um, it acknowledged his bid, but also ended the auction at the same exact time. So Ooh. it said the auction ended at this time in this second and that his bid happened at this time in this second. And it gave me Altuve. I was like, yes, that's, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget he had 31 home runs last year. You still, I mean, yeah, the stolen bases aren't going to be what they need to be, but it doesn't matter. In this league. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I love it. I'm a big fan of it. Now, here's another guy who theoretically could take steps forward to be really, really good for you, too, has shown flashes of of being really good. And that's Tyler Molly, who you get under 10 bucks, nine bucks. Yeah, I needed yeah. something. I needed to get a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was maybe dependable through the year. And I will say, yes, the, the home road splits are so ridiculous for Tyler Molly. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that was just really bad grouping. Um, but it does seem like it's an issue. Maybe gets dealt in season as well, but he's still in the NL central and $9 for Tyler Molly, especially one that rewards innings. Cause he got 180 in it last year. Like I'm really cool with this. I thought, I kind of think this is like my rock. With mm. I with the guy that I spent fifty dollars fifteen dollars on, but I'm gonna have Molly in that lineup pretty much the entire year, and he's he's only going to help. So I felt good getting at least something in that rotation. I would be surprised if we looked at uh, everyone's projections for their teams and saw a team that was gonna hit 
more home runs because you go from Molly to Josh Bell at 12. So let's do a quick recap of the guys who could theoretically hit more than 30 home runs for you this year. Bell. Uh, well, actually, sorry. It's just all of them. It's every yeah. single one of them. <laughs> like, every single one of them, I think, has at some point yeah. in their career. I mean, Akil Badu hasn't. Maybe Ben Attendee hasn't. But like, no, no, neither. Of the, I'm talking about the guys you've drafted so far. Oh, so far. Oh, all of them. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Is, all uh, of them. Yeah, I spoiled the guys. I did it. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. That's you pretty good. I have a good option. Almost every. But keep in mind, it's not about the home runs. It's points. <laughs> So it's not necessarily about that one category, but a home run is a good thing to get in points. What gives you more points than home runs? Yeah, right, right. So it's good. I have a good offense fast. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, Josh Bell, a guy you were targeting or just he felt? Yeah, it kind of happened. Um, there were a lot of these corner infielders still left that essentially in points leagues, they reward first baseman. A lot of first basemen have the same exact profile. Actually, my the fantasy guy, the ultimate fantasy draft guy to put out 6,000 words on Friday. I says that like when it comes to third baseman, there are three tiers, right? There's like Freddie Freeman and Vlad Guerrero. Then there's uh, Alonso, P. Alonso and Paul Goldschmidt and Matt Olson. And maybe some Jose Abreu in there too. And I think one other that I'm forgetting, uh, maybe Chris Bryant, I think is, is, is there too. And then there's like 10 guys who are all going to hit about 27 home runs and have, you know, a combined 165 runs in RBI and hit 260. Right. Like there's so many of them. You got like Jared Walsh. You got maybe even some Anthony Rizzo in there. You got Joey Votto. You got Brandon Belt. You got Ryan Mountcastle. You have Reese Hoskins and you have Josh Bell. And I was kind of circling the CI spot as like, I need to get another one of these. I thought I was actually going to be able to get one of Matt Olson or Pete Alonso for cheap. They were kind of falling down a lot. And I was wondering if I could sneak one in for like 20 to $25. And no, they went like more than that. But I, uh, I actually kind of found myself regretting this Josh Bell pick because Why? because I spent $12 on it. It really messed up what I could attack with pitching. Um, uh, yeah. And I okay. felt that I didn't, you know, there were still some guys available that I could have been more in on and it would have solidified my rotation more. That said, Josh Bell is still really good. <laughs> yep. And um Oh man, by the way, you want to know the funniest thing that happened in this draft? Mm. <laughs> uh, Jose Ramirez was going, and I'm someone who always types in every bid. I will never click the bid button. I will always, <laughs> no, because someone will put in a bid of something that you don't want. All oh, of a and sudden. then you click, yeah. And yeah, then sure. also you click, now you're doing it. But on the flip side, sometimes when you type in 36, you actually type in 46. Oh, and then oh. someone bid 47 on jose ramirez I was like oh thank god oh my god <laughs> wow oh my god you made someone I was spend so a lot terrified of money. i was so terrified oh man oh my god <sighs> yeah that would have been bad That's i was the, like hey guys what is the best feeling when you get bailed out in an auction yeah so I kind of thought there, I was yeah. going to get bailed out with Josh Bell. I saw Ariel Coleman was in on him, and I knew that Ariel, like ATC, had Josh Bell like at eighteen, nineteen dollar value. And I was like, all right, I'll put twelve, and like you'll go thirteen. I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. And he never did. I was like, oh, I guess this is good. Mm. Is this good? I don't think this is good. <laughs> and so I have Josh Bell now. I mean. I, it's it's part of my team, so I had to adapt again. And I think I eventually, you know, I adapted decently well. So. Uh, but yeah, that's, I got Josh Bell, <laughs> but, but yeah, I got yeah. Josh. I mean, it's nationals have Cruz and Soto now though. And I think the addition of Cruz does make Bell better. So I think he's going to mash. I think yeah. you live in the dream there. I, I think you're I'm living about, the dream, baby. I think your argument about the pitching is very valid, but I think you're going to get a lot of, a lot of great stuff out of Josh Bell. We're going to move into who uh, the ace of your staff. Yeah. Is? My ace of my staff. Um, yeah. The ace in your staff, um, and that is at fifteen dollars, Chris Bassett. Yeah, I had to, I had to spend on somebody, and Bassett went to fifteen. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't want to spend fifty on Bassett. I want to spend like nine on Bassett. You know, that's mm-hmm. why he went in labor or whatever. Chris Bassett, I, I think he's going. He's actually someone I'm feeling in my head is closer to like, not necessarily exactly the Wheeler Sandy, Sandy Alcantara part. Or like, because mm. they don't, he's missing the elite velocity, but the same idea. And you actually really highlighted it when we talked about it in the initial um, uh, top two hundred, uh, where Bassett increased his slider usage and had more more strikeouts because of it. 
And I think that's actually something that might stick around, which means that the 25% strikeout rate or could stick around as well with a good fastball that gets outs. And wait a second, this is an innings guy mm. with strikeout upside. That's everything I want in this league. Yeah. So uh, I'm that's a huge fan I'm, of Bastet right now. That's why I'm shocked to hear you say you think 15 is too much because I'm thinking in innings. You well, know, relatively, the- like he's not going 15 typically. Um, hmm. And I don't think he's on like the Musgrove tier or something like that. And that's kind of where like a lot of these guys went. That, uh, Zach Gallon went for the same amount, which I kind of regretted that I didn't go in on. Like if I spent those $12 and got Gallon instead or something, it might, I might like this team a little bit more, but whatever. I got Chris Bassett. Take me to the promised land, baby. I uh, over <laughs> overspent on Zach Wheeler last year. And I remember having the same feeling of like, man, pitching went too fast. But I got Zach Wheeler and I remember with DVR on the other side being like doing the whole hosting thing. I was like, how do you feel about that? I was like, I don't know how I feel DVR, but Zach Wheeler, he's, he's the best baby. Yeah. And uh, I had to spend like 20, <laughs> like $2 for Zach Wheeler. And that worked out. That was like me, you know, playing 40 chess or whatever. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe Bassett is my, I spent too much, but I did the right thing pick. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. I dig it. I dig it. Um, you back that up with another young dude promising high upside has looked really good in camp so far. And that's Logan Gilbert. Yeah, I was happy with $5 Logan Gilbert. I was really, yeah. really thrilled about this one. Um, nice. He's exactly a guy that I also think the Mariners will allow to go six innings. Like mm-hmm. there's something to consider. There are a lot of younger arms who I think are inefficient. Um, I actually drafted one in reserve who is getting a lot of hype right now, but I, mm-hmm. uh, is inefficient keep in mind we drafted this um a week and change ago it was sunday so eight days ago a lot of spring training has happened since Mm -hmm. and it changes a lot of perspectives on guys so we didn't know about logan gilbert's improved you know uh slider and change up or whatever um i i I dig logan gilbert for this year i think the biggest question mark at five dollars was like how is he going to have secondary pitches? If Logan Gilbert does, if he actually develops one of those, I think his fastball is really good to allow him to go deep into games. Also would lower his walk rate if he can throw s- strikes with any of those secondary pitches. And yeah, there's that opportunity. We don't talk about it enough. Seattle Manners, they will let him go six. Yeah. Uh, you already talked about your second catcher a little bit in Joey Bart. Anything additional that you wanted to nah, add? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I hope he's good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really like I I, I, I don't know. It's that hard hitting fantasy analysis. Let, let's cover. not do it. Okay, cool. Thanks. There are some <laughs> nice other steals to talk about here. Uh, so Akil Badu goes at two bucks. Going to be predominantly a stolen base guy, um, but two bucks is not bad. Oh, well, okay. So you got to understand at this point in my draft, um, I'm circling huh. my middle infield in two outfield spots and utility. Okay. I have four left here and I'm seeing a lot of like how much money is out there and who needs what. And I'm kind of feeling that like, okay, I can spend like $2 and get any outfielder I want, Mm. Um, which is really, really cool. Uh, For the most part. I mean, there's also some of like $3 for utility and we'll get to that one soon too. And Badu is someone that I think is, you know, um, last year I remember, uh, John Metzelar and Scott Chu were both like, Badoo, Badoo, Badoo. And so I picked him up in tout. He did great for me. Mm. Uh, and I think $2 that Detroit offense is just getting better as a whole as well. I thought, yeah. I mean, outfield is the position that you fill in season. Having two of those yeah. open, fine. Yeah. But like, I'll take a chance on a kill Badoo right now. Absolutely. So I was really happy with that with $2. Even better, he's, he's set to lead off, um, which is so good. good. Um, he might platoon, which would stink, but other than nah. that, it doesn't matter. I'll talk to them. <laughs> Won't happen. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Um, I know that now I, this is another offensive pick that I really dig. Uh, and that's Justin Turner. At three I was, that's no one could beat me on it. I knew it. I knew this would happen. And the second that uh, Turner was going to come up, I was, was going to nominate him for $3. And I was, if someone had done, I think I didn't nominate him. But no one could outbid me for this. Mm. Um, and I was able to sneak in. And I saw it on the board. And I circled, I am getting Justin Turner at $3. It was great. 
That's a, that's some of the stuff that like you gotta. It's such a huge thing in auctions when you get past the midway to. Um, it's kind of like the equivalent of the 18th, 19th round. You have to know, uh, a what everyone else has and what positions they need to fill, and then b circle the guys and like make your budgets move everything around. So that if you want to get a certain guy, how much is going to cost and if you can afford that. And I was like, I'm getting Justin Turner for $3. Yeah, I dig it. Really dig it. Um, this, the next guy that you got uh, at the time on high, excuse me, high alone. And then now with Eric Lauer's injury, he could maybe be starting a little bit soon. Eric Lauer's Eric back Ashby. on track. So everything is uh, back, yeah, back on track. But yeah, I mean, I needed an RP slot. I was really upset that mm-hmm. uh, um, I didn't get my Cal Quantrill. I, was, I know I, I didn't think I'd ever say those words, but I just I did. didn't get my Cal Quantrill because yeah. he's a spark and Severino went for a lot. He went over 10 bucks and I couldn't be on that. Um, who's another one that was really heavy on same with Michael Kopech. Um, So someone threw out there Aaron Ashby $1. I was like, absolutely not. Mm. I, I get this is what I'm doing. And I went gone for $2 and I actually expected someone to outbid me just happened. I was like, okay, well, there you go. Let's do this, baby. Let's dance. Let's do it. Let's I'm very, I'm kind of happy I got my boy Ashby eventually. I mean, yeah. I've been saying no against Aaron Ashby all year because of the situation. It doesn't seem right. And Eric Lauer does, he's going to be fine. It was just one, you know, one spring training start. So it's going to be some time for Aaron Ashby still. We'll get through it, baby. It's fine. Just Boy, give me some um, good middle relief. You know, stuff. I don't know why I keep saying baby this this one. It's, it's I know why actually. We got going on. I know why. My why? my goddaughter was here earlier tonight, uh, and she yeah. is so adorable. Oh my god! She, oh, uh, that is very cute. We were, she that was given. Cute. She's two months old. She was giving me the, uh, um, you know, the sounds they make, and I was talking back to her. You know, ah, you know that kind of stuff, like yeah, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful! I can't wait for you to experience. <laughs> I did it. like the example though. I did. Like I know. I didn't want to go farther. Just one noise. Ah. That's all you get. <laughs> and ah. I give it back, and then she gave it back, and I give. Ah, it's precious. Love it. Precious. Right, wrapped around your finger. Um, yep. <laughs> next up, this is another guy. A, a nice cheap price for John Means who could get a good amount of innings. I wanted the reason I, I kind of hinted at him a little earlier. Mike Petriello released a really great article today, uh, equating how many home runs John Means would have not had last year right. with these new. And how much? What is the array would be? 12, 12, Twelve fewer insane. home runs. Twelve. Same fast. That's unbelievable. And he already had a, a 362 ERA. Are you back uh, in? I, I got him in my home league yesterday. So is that a yes? I think I'm I think I'm interested. I mean, I still I think he can oh, be yeah, a quality right. okay, star machine. Okay. okay. I think he can be a quality <laughs> star machine. I still wonder about the K's. Yeah. Uh meanwhile, hold on. How far apart were we on means in our rankings at the end of the Not day? Not very far, you know. Uh, uh, I, actually, I, I, no, I get... no, Nick. I had him above you. Yeah. So this is the funniest part to me. Like I've been shouting for ages, but getting that time means like, no, Nick, no, Nick. And like, he's your Oriole. I think your subconscious took over. (laughs) He's your Oriole. Dude, this is like the first ace. He's actually Uh, your ace. You know, you haven't had that since what? Eric Bedard. Get his name out of your mouth. We couldn't even, <laughs> we couldn't, I just love that you couldn't even pluralize Orioles because you're right. Cause there's nothing. Else. Yeah. He's your Oriole. Yeah. Yeah. And DL Hall arrive. Amen, brother. Oh, that'll be the day. Amen, um, brother. Amen, brother. <laughs> uh, I, I do. Uh, I do like that pick. I like it at three bucks. I like it in an innings. I mean, uh, do quality starts count for points or just wins? Yes. Oh, then great. Living the dream. Living the dream. Um, the next guy, I would I actually, when I saw this, I was like, oh, actually, this staff can work if this guy pans out. And then bam, rib injury, Chris Sale at two bucks. That's no, that we knew that. No, no, no. We I mean, obviously oh, he's not going did? to two dollars. Obviously, he's not going to two dollars if there is no rib I don't know. Injury. I thought maybe he just fell. No, 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 no. This was someone threw him out there for one dollar, and I said, Absolutely not. I will take him yeah. at two, expecting it to go up, and then just no one did. And I got to say, unlimited IL spots, it is a head-to-head league. Points. Like, this is my Alec Manoa pickup in May. Yeah. You know, for $2 in this draft. Yes. Oh, yeah. All day. I'm so thrilled about this one. 
Mm. Uh, it might even be like the best one on my draft, especially for a team that doesn't have pitching. I just got a $2 stud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, I understand this. I'm going to have to figure out April and May. I again, feel nice about the, like other pitchers are going to be bad in April. That's going to make that quality that I'm missing lessened. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling really good about that two dollar one, and it's also it's a rib injury. It's not like a shoulder and elbow one. Yep. Yeah. So that will heal, and then we're good. That sounds great to me. Yeah, um, we talked a little bit about Enrique Hernandez, a great pick at a buck, and then you go with Andrew Benintendi at two bucks, just best available option. Um, okay, so by the way, I want to acknowledge two things. One, it is a quality start league. I got that right. Um, okay. Three for quality starts, seven for wins, minus five for losses. Just so we know, just so we're clear. Three dot three for an innings pitch, though. I mean, it's like, all right, it's very emphasized get innings pitched on the hitting side. It's one for a base on ball and only 0.5 negative for a strikeout. So it, yeah, it's still heavily favors Joey Gallo. Yeah, just yeah, want to be totally. clear on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what was the next pick fast? What'd you say? You've been attendee for two bucks. Oh, yeah. I was, again, having the pick of the litter of who I wanted as my final outfielder. Someone could have done, I think, $3 on it. And I was like, give me it for two. I need it for two. I have to do it for two. Uh, And I was really happy with this one. Again, he's a good K-Walk guy. In the top of this Royals lineup, I thought I was just getting safe points here. I could replace it. But again, I'm very happy getting quality early on. Okay, and then you wrap up your pitching staff oh, before moving you to missed, reserves. Wait, you missed the uh, no, no, no. You missed um, Enrique Hernandez at, at no, one dollar. I, I, no, I, I said him. Oh, I didn't talk about him. Yeah, oh, it's, I, yeah. I said we we talked about Enrique Hernandez. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Oh, isn't he great? Oh, one dollar. I got him for one dollar. Amazing. I, I thought people would outbid me. No, oh, thank love you it. so much. Love it. Leading off for the Red Sox. Big fan. Oh yeah, of so good. Um, so before we get into all of all six of your reserve <laughs> picks, which are all pitchers, uh, yep. which I love. Because, um, of course, guys, about- I know I'm behind here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no re- I, I didn't feel if I got like a good first baseman, I'm like, well, I got nothing for you. You know, I've got mm-hmm. Justin Turner and then I've got Josh Bell and then I've got Freddie Freeman. Like, I felt I am not in a position to go chase outfielder right now. I need to find more pitching and to help that in April. I'm looking right now, survive April. Do not go one in uh, four or whatever. Yeah. I or I need to be okay in April because once it comes out of that, I'll be good. So I need to help on the pitching side. But yeah, I got one more pitcher before it ended. We forgot one important thing. Yes. I'm sorry. This goes way, 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 way back. And I meant to bring it up in the moment we were talking Please. about it. We're talking about spring training news. We, we I can't believe I didn't bring this up. Or, or you. Shame on both of us. There's a great article coming out every day, or, or at least every couple of days, from Mark Stuvinger about the spring training recap with all this amazing news mm, yes. uh, on pitcher list that you should be checking out each morning. Sorry, go ahead. Your final pitching pick, uh, Jose Arquiti. Jose Arquiti, dude. Bucks. That's yep. great. Mm-hmm. We love Arquiti. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just quality innings, I feel. Uh, he might be, I think maybe the first week might be still a little bit limited. But I mean, where do you have Rikidi? It's inside the top sixty, isn't it? Uh, you and I both have him at fifteen fifty one. Almost. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at a bunch of like expert rankings, and no one has him higher or lower. It's like all right there in the fifties. Yeah, which is great, sweet. I just yeah, got that for great. two dollars. Yeah, that's you nice. know, I mean that that's I think that's a pitcher. I mean, either what's good too is that if he's not pitching, that means he's on the IL. You know. Yeah. So and I have unlimited IL if I need that. I, yeah. I don't think that there'll be a moment where I think, oh, no, Jose Arquiti is not worth starting. So, yeah, sweet. I got that for $2. I needed that badly. Yeah. So at the end of the day here, before we hit reserves, Chris Bassett is going to start the first three games for the Mets. No. Yeah, Bassett will. Yeah, Bassett will. Bassett will. Tyler Molly will uh, for the Reds. John mm-hmm. Means will for the Orioles. Uh, yep. I believe Logan Gilbert is in the top. It's like Ray. He's not. And He's four. He's four. Oh, I, I looked up every single one of your pitchers while we did this. Oh, that's so annoying when looking up. Well, at least I got two start week done. Um, the yeah. next one, but that's annoying. Um, John means obviously will for the Orioles. Yep. yep um, Jose Arquiti with no McCullers. I I'm thinking is above Luis Garcia. And then it's Jacob Arizzi as the five. They're saying, yeah, well, that's Ross the resource now. though. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Now. All right. We'll see. We'll see. 
I think there's a chance. Um, of course. Uh, but we'll, and then Ranger Suarez likely is not. Um, no. I would say Zach Eflin has that third, if not Cal Gibson. He's probably the five. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and by the way, yes, guys, Zach Eflin, draft him. Like, the Phillies have a very bad opening schedule as far as their bad offense uh, that they're facing. They're facing the Athletics, uh, which are just depleted now. Um, they face the Marlins later on. Like, you want to, you want the Mar- uh, the Phillies guys early. Um, mm. And Ranger Suarez, I think, is going to be well, be good. Hopefully, it's a two-star week after. Um, so, I have some room to fill here, right? I have, like, that first weekend. I'm like, okay, I need to get some starts. Uh, yeah. I got to replace Boz. I got to replace Sale. So, mm-hmm. I probably need, you're saying, Urquidy, um and Gilbert, too. So, I have four pitchers I need this opening weekend. Okay. So... I uh, I have the it's not one one I think I have like one seven and I was gonna take Eric Lauer didn't happen and then I got oh, so wise are reserves okay yes and I got wise I was like I'll take Zach Eflin yeah <laughs> literally as I was just saying I was like I'm gonna get that guy mm. um coming back around I'm thinking I need more long term success uh and why not take Lance McCullers and stick him in my IL spot? I felt like that was a steel spore swore at me after I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, unlimited IL at this point, yeah. I'm just totally fine. Um, I couldn't resist Josiah Gray. He's number three in the nationals. Just so you know, is he? Uh, okay. I think he is. It's Patrick Corbin. Steven Strasburg's hurt. He's not going to be there ready on time. Mm-hmm. Corbin and Josiah Gray is like number two. Even. I think actually, yeah, that he is currently listed as their number two. Yeah, so that, there you go. I mean, the question there is if go. I want to start for that, but I probably won't be a negative outing, so might as well. Against the Mets, it'll be. Brady Singer, uh, I think he's in the first three. He's four. Royals. Really? He's four. Oh, because of Granky. Mm. Granky Keller, Brad mm. Keller. Mm. I, who? Uh, no, actually, I apologize. He is three. I thought he was four. I thought uh, Bubich was ahead of him. He's three. He's three. Hey, thank you. I Then I took, before all the spring training hype, Matt Brash. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I had the that's foresight. Very that's very exciting. <laughs> that's uh, very exciting. So that's cool. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about inefficient pitchers, though, I think Matt Brash reminds me of, like, Denilson Lamette almost. Um, amazing breaker stuff. that is just stupid hard to hit. Dindelson threw, I think, a little bit harder. I think the report is like 94 95 for Brash, mm-hmm. while Brash, uh, sorry, well, Lamette got to like 97 98 when we got hyped about him in 2010, 2020. Oh my god. Um, reminds me then also Lance McCullers with a better fastball. Um, but anyway, then I thought, okay, I need someone to start, and you thought, you know what, Miles Michaelis gets the Pirates. Yep, you're, you're, yeah, that opening day, yeah, or that that, that opening stream opening was very, very good. Yeah, yeah. With Jack so Flaherty over, hurt. Well, there you yeah, go. Which is, God knows. Um, overall, what's the grade for the team? I think I give it like a B plus. B plus? That feels good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's for me a B plus. I think for, like, I, I recognize that I am a weird person when it comes to how I'm confident I feel in streaming and stuff. I would imagine for someone that doesn't write about every single starter, every single night of the season might be closer to like a B minus or so, or a C plus Mm -hmm. or something like that. But for me, I feel like, all right, you know, it's kind of like Mike Exisa giving me his fan staff team in the staff auto new league for fan where he had the greatest offense and like the worst pitching. And I won that league. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, give me, all right, give me my canvas, baby. Let's go. Uh, Oh, a favorite overall pick. I uh, it might be that Chris Sale at two dollars, maybe Justin Turner at three dollars. Could even be like Freddie Freeman at thirty-five. Man, I felt good doing mm. that. Mm. That was cool. Guy, guy, you wish you would have gone an extra buck for that you didn't get in hindsight. Yeah, I was um a little upset. Shane McClanahan went at nine, and mm. I remember feeling it was one of those times where like I thought I'd be out because I figured okay cool I'm not going to spend the fifteen dollars in it because I don't think innings wise yeah and then it settled at nine and then I didn't realize it was at nine I was about to go and be like I think I want to do ten oh it's done yeah yeah and yeah. I was like oh I should have done that one they also brought up seven dollar Patrick Sandoval um maybe but not as not as much as the nine dollar McClanahan 
Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. But you're right. In innings pitch league, that's a really important caveat for this. Yes, that's that's, that's very yeah. Important. Not as many quality starts from Jim McClanahan. I don't think that's why. That's why yeah. mentally, I was already out on McClanahan for this. Like Tyler Molly, I think actually a nine could be a better get than mm. McClanahan just for this. The uh, last one, the guy who could most likely take the step forward to be the ace of your staff. Oh, oh man, uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, I don't want any other answer. I think that's the way way you have to feel about this. Yeah, all of these guys, man. They got it. The Um, best team ever drafted, fast. I love it. I I love it. Listen, (laughs) we we didn't get to the fringe 100 guys, but don't worry, because if you're looking for a little bit more info about some pitchers you should be drafting and how we feel about them, we've got a doozy of a podcast lined up for you later on this week. But I think that's going to do it, Nick, for your talent recap. That's going to oh, do yeah. it. That's going to do it for episode number 316 of On the Court of the official PitcherList.com podcast. I'm your host, Alex Fast. And I'm Nick Pollock, and we'll talk to you guys later this week.